Welcome to the Creating from the Inside Out, Embracing and Empowering Our Unique and Creative Selves podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Waldo. In this podcast, I talk about what it means to embrace our unique and creative selves, how we can do it, how I've learned that by embracing our creative selves and our own uniqueness, we can empower all of us. As part of this, I share how my path of embracing my unique and creative self has changed over the years, how it worked when I first started doing it, what it looks like today, and how I'm learning to do it more and more every day in the midst of the ups and downs of daily life and all that's going on in the world. And in this podcast, I share how by embracing and empowering my unique and creative self, my work, my art, and ultimately my life has changed for the better. And yours can too. So join me as we go on this journey of embracing and empowering our unique and creative selves together. Welcome back to the Creating from the Inside Out podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about ways that you can use to increase your creativity. And I also want to talk about what happened with my back. So without further ado, let's dive in. Ah, where to begin, where to begin, my goodness. Um, There's, I I feel like I have like, six million starting points in my attention right now. And any of them could go, you know, in the right direction. And it's just a question of kind of, you know, picking one. Um, And you know, it's funny, because this is a place, uh, an energetic place that I'm in right now of kind of feeling like I have creativity and I have something to express. In this case, I'm expressing it in this podcast, um, but I could as easily be expressing it on a canvas or in other create other ways of expressing my own um, energy and creativity. As a matter of fact, I was going to work on a painting. Um, I woke up this morning and I was like drinking my tea and I was like, you know, I want to, I want to paint. And I kind of got started like thinking about getting my water out and, and whatever, cause it's been a while since I've painted. So I kind of have to like get the setup going in my studio, in my office. And then I was like, no, I need to do an episode on, um, you know, our creativity and how we can allow it. And, and, you know, there's just so, there's so many things related to this that, um, oh, let's see. So this ties into the story of my back and what happened with my back. And so I'm going to, I'm actually going to go there. I'm going to tell you about what happened with my back. If you didn't listen to episode nine, um, you might want to go back and listen because 
I talk about how my, my back went out. I talk about my journey with back pain and, um, like back, not just back pain, but like literally, um, being so debilitated in, in, uh, a number of years ago with, with a back, um, you know, issue, uh, that made me for a period of, like a year and a half or something, somewhere between one and two years to literally think I would never maybe walk again, that I wouldn't have children, that I might not ever be able to sit up again. Like basically I kind of thought my life was over. So, um, and, and what happened as I went through that and then how, you know, I've managed it over many years. Um, uh, and, and, and now, having a resurgence that came up, um, last week actually, where my back spasmed. And so I talked about all that in episode nine, but I'm sitting here, I'm sitting at my microphone and I am not in back pain. Um, I'm still taking it easy, but I want to tell you what happened. So what happened is um, my back got worse after my, well, let's see, it got better and then it got worse. So I'm not quite sure everything's a little fuzzy in terms of when I recorded um, exactly. I know at some point I also had my husband take me to a hair appointment. I can't remember if that was before or after I recorded um, maybe you remember, I don't, everything just it feels like almost like a lifetime ago. Um, last week, do you have that happen these days? It happens a lot to a lot of us where we feel like just five minutes ago or a day ago or a week ago feels like 10 years ago. Um, that's happening for a lot of people. Just so you know, you're not crazy. Um, it's happening to a lot of us. And so that's kind of the way I feel a little bit about my back. It was like, whoa, what, like, what exactly happened? So bear with me. But basically, what happened is my back kind of got a little better, because I took it easy. I remember getting set up on the couch and just kind of letting myself, um, and I talked about this in episode nine, letting myself just let myself be okay with where I was at, accepting it. Um, and also allowing myself to become aware of, you know, kind of what would feel good, what would feel like self care, what would feel like replenishment. And I was doing that. Well, of course, what did I do? I started feeling a little better. So then I get up and I'm like, you know, I was feeling a little guilty. Well, I was feeling a lot guilty that there are a lot of things I wasn't able to do around the house. And a lot of it fell on my husband's shoulders. So my husband was studying for um, uh, his architecture exam, which has been a, a project he's been working on since I met him. Um for a very long, a very long time ago. And, um, so, and he was about to take his final test and whether he passed or not was going to be a, a big, um, was going to really affect our lives in a lot of ways. And he passed, which, um, I'm so proud of him. Oh my God. It's so amazing. Oh, I could just cry right now because it's such an example of someone 
you know, having um, a challenging journey. And he did it and he did really well. And so I'm so thrilled. But um, I, you know, suddenly my back goes out and he's like trying to study for this test. And I'm like, I'm completely debilitated, right? And, and so I'm feeling a lot of guilt. Um, and I'm feeling like really bad. So the moment my back kind of felt a little better, what do I do? I start like getting up and I start, you know, like trying to do the dishes and trying to cook and trying to do this and trying to do that. And what happened? Er, screech, stop sign, you know, like red X's, um, you know, eh, 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 eh. no, my body wasn't having it. I basically regressed and I had, oh, it was so scary and it was so painful. Um, what I would get is I would, it's like if I held myself really still and didn't move even a muscle, I could kind of be okay. But even the slightest bump from anyone, if anyone touched me or if I even just moved the slightest bit, it could cause, um, and if any part of my body, it basically could trigger this reaction of this very intense pain in the nerves of my back, in my spinal cord. And my whole body would like, um, would spasm and it would spasm almost like, like, um, like when you see like a cartoon or something where someone puts their finger in the light socket and then their whole body shakes. Well, that's like kind of what happened. Only there was nothing funny about it. It's terrifying. It's, oh, it was so painful, so scary and so painful and so awful and Oh, it was just so not good. And it could happen at any moment. It could, it could happen at any moment. We have, um, my son has a young dog and if the dog even came near me, I, I, I would just like, I would shake in my shoes because the idea that she could even come near me could mean I could spasm and, and everything could just like I could just go into that pain and I, it was just, it was just too much. It would just, it, it's like, I would never know when the spasm would end. I had no control about how to get it, you know, to stop. Um, I just had to wait and it was, it's just the most nerve pain is the most excruciating, excruciating pain. Um, there was one night that, um, there was one evening where my husband was, you know, helping me because I couldn't, I couldn't even stand up. I couldn't even like get into my bed. I couldn't do anything without assistance, but he couldn't do it for me. I had to just like reach out and let him be a support for me. And then every moment and every tiny movement could cause me to spasm at any moment. And at one point, um, I think it was in the evening, I got him up to help to help me um, be a support so I could get up and, 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 you know, walk very slowly to the bathroom and then try to put myself down on the toilet. Um, and, and then I managed to get back up. And at one point I just started crying. I started crying because I started crying because it was so painful and it was so scary. And I just, 
I was so exhausted and I felt like I had no control over the pain that I was experiencing. Even now, you can hear my voice. I'm I'm really emotional because it was that strong. It was that terrifying. Um, and and when I cried with my husband, I just I just couldn't uh, I just couldn't take it. You know, it was just so much. But I had to take it because there was really no choice. Um, and I'd been through this before and so I really didn't know like is it am I just now gonna go back to being like I was at that age like is this gonna be like now you know a a year-long period or for the rest of my life like is my back ever gonna get okay because it seemed like it wasn't um ever since I did too much and then I regressed it just seemed like it kept getting worse and worse and worse and like I couldn't even move an inch and it would just be excruciating um and you know what happened is I just did what I talked about in the last episode is I just kept letting myself be I tried when my body would spasm I tried to just instead of fighting against it to just relax um into it well relaxation and nerve pain spasms they they don't they're not even on the same planet really so it's really hard to even fathom how to do it but I would try to just at least not tense up against the spasm even the tiniest bit try to not do that and I found that it helped a little bit And so that is what I kind of continued doing. I kind of just let myself be in this place and let myself do what I talked about in episode nine and let myself just do whatever um, I could do for self-care and replenishment. And and then if I felt like there was a time where I started to feel a little better, And I was not going to charge ahead and do too much. I was not. I had learned my lesson. I was going to appreciate that I was feeling better, but I wasn't going to now go out and like push it and do too much. And so slowly, but surely and slowly, but surely I started to feel better and I started to feel better. And now I am, um, I wouldn't say I'm fully back to normal, but I'm pretty darn close. Um, normal meaning what I was before, uh, before last Friday when I, um, and right now it's Sunday. So it's been a week and what, two days or whatever. So, um, yeah. So before that date, when I had that first really serious spasm that triggered me off into seriousness. And so I, um, I'm able to do, you know, more like normal things. I'm still taking it easy. I did feed my horses yesterday by myself, which was a big deal. But last night I didn't. We went out to celebrate my husband's um, exam passing. Um, We went for sushi and it was kind of a big deal to sit at the table, uh, an uncomfortable table for a while. So last night um, I didn't feel up for helping to feed my horses, but I'm getting better and I'm getting better and I'm getting better. And it's all from 
really doing what I talked about in episode nine. And, um, you know, I wish, I wish, I so wish, uh, that when I was, you know, when I had that very serious, um, period of, you know, cause I've always had back ongoing back things. But, um, when I, after my dad died and I, you know, had this period of like one to two years of literally being almost like, you know, an invalid, like almost like I, almost like I was paralyzed. I'm not cause I couldn't move, but if I moved, it was just so excruciatingly painful. Um, I wish I had known then how to practice what I practiced. And I talked about it in episode nine, I wish I had known then what I, you know, have learned about, um, allowing myself and, and taking care of myself, um, and replenishing myself and so much. Um, I'm going to take my a sip of my tea here real quick. Oh, sorry for the big slurp, but oh, it feels so good. Um, which is my point. It feels so good. It feels so good. What can we do when our souls are calling? This this is what ties into our creativity. And this is the point of my episode today is I believe that our creativity is, it's not this thing. It's not about, you know, making this painting or making this illustration or this drawing or, um, or, um, you know, designing this craft or, or, um, a business or, um, a new marketing program or a new whatever teaching program or however it is that you do your creativity in your life, whether it's, um, writing or whether it's, through some kind of visual expression or through it's some kind of like, you know, sound or singing, whatever. It's not about making it into some thing that is this perfection, that is this standard in trying to make it that. Um, Everything I have learned about my creativity is that when I go down that path, all it does is stop me in my tracks. It stops me in my tracks. It, 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 it halts any type of creative flow within me because I suddenly feel like I have to be this thing. I have to become this other thing or I have to attain this other thing. And that is exactly the opposite of what creativity is true creativity, true creativity. What I've come to understand about true creativity is true creativity is allowing our own energy to flow. And it's about allowing ourselves to give ourselves the courage, um, and, and to me, that means putting on a hat of bravery because you don't get bravery. You choose to be brave. You choose to try 
to be brave. <laughs> took me a long time to learn that. Um, I talked about that in my old podcast, but I've since deleted it. So I may have to do another episode um, on that here. Um, if you hear crinkling in the background, that is my office cat. She is um, hanging out with me and she's sitting on a piece of paper as cats often do. Because cats actually are a really good example of creativity. They do what they're going to do and they do what they're going to do and what they feel like doing. And this is another example of creativity. Are you doing what you're going to do? Do you do what you feel like doing? Are you doing what feels good to you? This is what creativity really is. It's what creativity really is. And if we have learned not to do that, and boy, did I learn not to do that as a kid. I was not taught to allow my creativity. I wasn't even taught to let myself be me or let myself feel what I was going to feel or let myself know what I was going to know. That is not what I was taught by either of my parents, really. Um, luckily, my mom was creative and I could see her expressing her creativity in certain ways. But yet it was really confusing because she also sent all these messages to me um, like, uh, verbally and non-verbally to not let myself be me. But this is, this is what it is. Creativity is us being us. It is our energy flowing. And how does this tie into my back pain? Well, because when we don't let our energy flow, we don't let our own power be within us, we shut it down, we close off our life force, we don't listen to ourselves, we don't allow ourselves, we don't give ourselves permission to feel um, or to become aware or to, you know, tune in. Things go awry. Things go awry. They go in, they go awry in our lives. They go awry in our bodies. They go awry in our feelings. They get effed up. They get effed up. I want to keep a clean rating on this show, but I want to use that word not to offend you, um, but because I want you to hear the strength of what I mean. They don't just get lightly mixed up. They don't just get a little mixed up. It's not just this optional thing. Oh, I can be creative and I can flow my energy and I cannot. No, you are given energy. It is your own power to manage in your life. And when you have been taught or you have been practicing not knowing how to allow it, appreciate it, express it, um, take care of it, things get really messed up. They can get messed up in your art. They can get messed up in your body. They can get messed up in how you feel. And then that can mean you, you know, 
blame other people or attack other people or, you know, um, get mad at your dog or um, trip and fall or, you know, put the milk in the, the, um, the storage in the pantry or, you know, any number of things. Um, hit every red light um, instead of every green light. I mean, ugh, it goes on and on and on. And this has to do with our energy. This has to do all with our energy. Okay, (laughs) I had to stop for a minute because it turns out that, I don't know how it happened, I somehow was recording on the wrong track on my, um, what I record these episodes on and everything was just kind of weird for a second, so I just paused and I had to get it, um, I had to get it straightened out. And uh, why do I leave these things in here? You know, it's funny. When I started podcasting in 2018, in the beginning, there was a period where I, oh, it was such a big deal. It was such a big deal to start podcasting. Um, a, I didn't know anything about how to do it. So it was like really daunting um, to, you know, figure that all out. Um, but B, the idea of of like, expressing stuff out loud um I had been I'd been uh you know I'd done a lot of writing I knew how to express in writing but my writing had gotten to a place where I was like it was like I was clenching myself I like was so I was so um it's like I would I couldn't write without editing when I was doing the writing so then like I wasn't ever just flowing I was always like checking myself (laughs) and it was like I can now write in a different way but it took me not writing for a while to get myself out of out of that place um, because I had gotten in this place where you know I would write and then I would like feel like I have to go back and edit it so then it would be that then when I would start writing, I would start editing while I'm writing. So I wasn't flowing. And then it just stopped the whole thing. And this is kind of, it's actually like, um, you know, an example of what I'm talking about that we do with our energy in our lives. It's the same thing. It's, it's what I'm talking about. When we we have this energy, we have this power because our energy, our life force energy is our power. And it's asking to flow. It's asking to be expressed. It's asking to be allowed. This is what our creativity is. This is what our power is. This is what our allowing is. This is what everything I talk about in the show is. And this is what everything I've learned is and when we um like with the writing it's like with the writing I would I would like write and 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 in the beginning I could kind of just let stuff come out right like let whatever came out came out but then I started to like judge it like ooh um, I need to change this sentence and, and that grammar's not right and that's not clear enough and I'd go into editor mode and editor mode then would like change everything and make it be what can I make it to fit and make other 
people respond to it or it be acceptable or me be a, get a good grade or have it be effective communications or whatever. I mean, I went to school for communications and writing. So this is like, you know, hammered in, hammered in, hammered in, right? So, but this is the thing that we do in our lives too, because what happens is when we start doing that, when we start doing that, our brains, our brains can kind of get like, our brains try to help us. They're like, okay, well, you want to, you, you, you express this stuff and then you go and edit all this stuff. So let's just start editing from the expressing. We're just going to start helping you edit at the expressing point. And then that's when everything gets effed up because what happens is you're not flowing. You you have kind of like almost all these rules and beliefs and stories and limitations and restrictions of how everything needs to be that then start playing almost like voices in your head that then stop the flow, stop the flow of the energy, stop the flow of the expression, stop the expression of you in your life, stop the power. And it's not your brain that's the problem. <laughs> took me a long time to understand this because I was really mad at my brain for a very long time when I started kind of on my spiritual journey. I had been like very, like my brain had served me well and it had gotten me out of some pretty crappy situations when I was a kid. And so then when I kind of went on my spiritual path in a, in a formal way and I started learning about energy and, and listening to my feelings, I was like, my brain, my ego, my this, my that, shut it down. Yeah, well, that is not true. Our brain is just a tool. It's like a hammer. Are you going to use, you could use a hammer to build a beautiful church and a beautiful building for, you know, beautiful animals, or you could use a hammer to hurt someone. Does it mean the hammer is bad? No, it's the same thing with our brain. Our brain is a tool and is a very important tool. And that's why I talk, um, I talk about listening, you know, that we can utilize our, all of the information that we have, um, our, our, uh, bodies, our soul, our heart, our brain, <sighs> This is such a big topic. I, I could just go on and on just about that. I'm sure I will just go on and on about that because that, oh my gosh, I've learned so much about that. And there's so many people, you know, don't listen to your thoughts, control your thoughts, you know, control this, you know, your thoughts are bad. Your thoughts can take you other places. Um, and, and then you think, well, my brain is creating my thoughts. My brain is bad. No, 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 no. It's the beliefs that you have taken on. It's the program that you have taken on. It's the things that are communicated by others that are not empowering because there can be things that they communicate to you that are empowering. You can take those on. Those are great, but it's the things that are not empowering that get played from your brain in your mind and that is the issue.
that that is what causes me like I talked about in my writing or caused me to start editing myself oh well oh, you, you didn't express that well enough, or oh, you're going to need to edit that, or oh, you know, you didn't do a complete sentence there. And, you know, wh- where did that come from? Well, that came from second grade, um, doing di- diagramming with, um, with nuns in a Catholic school and watching my friend Stephanie Olson literally get wrapped. Sorry, Stephanie Olson. Um, but she got wrapped on the rule. She got wrapped on her hand with a ruler for, you know, mistakes she made. And I wasn't going to go down that road. Right. So like, here I am many years later. And in my head, if I, you know, if I don't use proper grammar, which is the way a lot of people write these days, they write in, in a very different way for the web or for social media and whatever. It, it's sometimes well, it often still will trigger in me without even my realization, this tenseness, this fear that comes from this nun that, you know, went after my poor innocent friend for just being a kid, right? Was that nun right to do that? Absolutely not. But is that my brain? Is that my brain being bad? No, my brain is just replaying a message, a story, an old belief, something that is not serving. And that then creates a reaction in me. And this is what I'm talking about. This is what we do with our power. This is what we do with our creativity. We we check ourselves we restrict ourselves, we shut ourselves down, we don't know how to, we we don't listen to ourselves, we don't appreciate ourselves, we don't give ourselves enough credit. Um, And we can't even get mad at ourselves for all of that. Because you know what, this is what we've, in many, many, many cases been taught even by people that we love, or even by people that love us. I mean, my mom and dad loved me. I know they did. I also know I had a lot of challenges growing up in my family um, because of certain things that they learned from their parents um, that affected me. But it's also prevalent in the school system. It's prevalent you know, in our culture, it's prevalent everywhere. Empowerment, expression of us and our energy is not something that we are actively taught to do. And a lot of times people will say, Oh, be creative or be, you know, be yourself. But then there's a million other messages that completely contradict that. And so we're like trying to be creative or we're trying to be ourselves or we're trying to do something. But then we get also these contradictory messages of like, don't be too powerful. Don't be too this. Don't be too selfish. So we're like constantly like, it's like we're constantly in a maze where the the pathway out of the maze gets blocked in front of us. It's like we go, okay, well, I can't go that way, so I'm going to go this way, and then boom, 
it gets blocked. Okay, I can't go that way, so I go this way, boom, it gets blocked. I can't go that way, so I'm gonna go this way because I, I know I, I, I wanna be more creative or I wanna allow my power, but then boom, it gets blocked. This is what happens. And it's not, um, it's not your fault. It's not our fault. I believe there are a lot of reasons for, for this, um, that I'm not going to get into, but the question is, what do we, what do we do about this? What do we do about this? Because, Our souls, our hearts, our consciousness, I believe, is here to express itself. It is here to explore and to embrace and to discover and to be okay in all of it. I wrote, um, I can't remember if I mentioned this, um, but I was able to kind of articulate this into words um, in writing content for my about page um, of my website. So go to, if you're curious, go to my, go to my website, michellewaldo.com and click on about and, um, and you'll, and you'll see it. Um, it's funny cause when I sat down to, well, first my husband's like, you need an about page. I used to always have an about page. I had a marketing background, but for a long time, I like, I just got rid of my about page because I was like, you know what? I don't even know what I'm about anymore. I'm about so many things and so much is changing and I have so much awareness. I don't even know how to put it to words and putting it onto a page just seemed impossible. Um, but my husband's like, you need an about page. And one day I sat down and I started writing and I gave myself permission to just not edit and just let whatever came out come out and this is so much what I I practice doing this so much in my old my um my podcast I had a podcast called following yourself which if you listen to it you know um but I, I have since deleted it um because it's it's just not it's not relevant to me anymore um but it was about like letting everything come out as it is and so that's what I practiced when I was writing the about content and and then I just kind of let it sit and then over um, a few days I got more clarity and more clarity and and kind of revised it and shortened it because at first it was really 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 long like way too long like oh my god almost a novel um, and then I I kind of like just let it come to me, you know, tweak this word, tweak this thing, you know, do this, let it come. And, and what ended up happening is, um, you know, a, a, a work that I'm sure is in progress. I'm sure I'm going to change it. Um, in, you know, because 
nothing's ever one and done. I'm constantly growing. But I, I talk about this in that. I talk about what I mean by empowerment. Um, empowerment isn't something somebody gives you. Um, it's it's not something you get from outside of you. And it's not something you get once and then you have it, you know, and then you just hold on to it. And then you, you just have it and you're good to go. I believe it's something that you you learn to do and you then practice and it is a choice because you don't have to do it um, but it feels really good when you do it and you get better at doing it sorry if you're hearing my stomach growling my stomach's growling you get better at doing it and better at doing it and then But it allows you, and this is what I'm talking about, it allows you to do things that your soul and your spirit, your unique and creative self is wanting to do. To check things out, to try things on, not to find the one perfect thing. You're going to like be this one perfect thing and then that's going to be it. Oh my gosh, you can be safe. No. Oh my God, I've so been there. No, no. You may check something out and then end up being like, yep, did that. That was cool. Navigated that and then explore something else. But empowerment which is also an creative mint flow. I'm going to make up my own words here. Um, empowerment, power flow, energy flow, creativity flow. They're all kind of under the same umbrella. Um, when you practice it, when you choose it, when you start to understand that you want it, when you start to understand how to start allowing it, it gives you, it rejuvenates your power. It, it's, it's like you rejuvenate yourself. And when you rejuvenate yourself, it's like a circle. It's like a, um, a circle when, when you get then more power to play with and you can explore and expand and do new cool things and have new experiences and now do those things with and, and, and navigate them, navigate them with more power. I have more awareness. I have more, um, knowledge, knowledge. No, it's not the right word. I have more access. I have more access to my own power now than I ever have. And why is that? Is it because I'm older? No, it's because this is what I've been, you know, I've, I, I started to see how messed up it was, how bad things felt. And I started to listen to myself. And it was scary. And it's hard. And it's not been easy. Um, And it's been a lifelong journey. But as I started to do that, I started to gain more power. I started to gain more access to my own 
power, not somebody else's power, not taking somebody else's power, my own freaking power. Because I had my own power from the beginning, and so do you, so does everyone. But we're not taught, we're not taught how, we're not not even taught that we have our own power, and then we're not taught that we can manage it and we're not taught how to flow it and we're not taught how to express it. What's going on back there? My cat's going crazy. Um, I think she's feeling the power. Um, It's a whole other story. She's playing, which is very funny because she's took her in as a stray cat and this cat does not play. And she was just playing, um, which is a whole other story that I could share with you. Um, about how fear, how she was so fearful when she came in and she wouldn't play. And now she's becoming more safe. She's feeling more safe because of the safety that I've been helping her feel within herself. She's allowing herself to play. And this is exactly what I'm talking about, to play, to flow, to express, to be. Oh my goodness. This is what I'm talking about in this entire podcast. And this is what this podcast is about. And if you're listening, or you've been like, what is this podcast about? Is this just for artists? No, it's just just for creatives. I mean, I, I talk about those things. I talk about creativity. And I talk about art, because I find it's a really great way. And it's taught me so much about my flow and my energy. Um, because I find that when I allow my flow and my energy and I allow myself to create, it's like it's always served me. And so I use that as a means. Um, And so I'm sure that, you know, a lot, I'm hoping that a lot of people that are listening to this, you know, whether you think of yourselves as a new creator or, or you're just even maybe like tiptoeing into the idea that you could even be even remotely creative. Oh my God, could you be creative? Cause it's really freaking scary sometimes to say that, um, if you aren't used to doing it, or maybe you've been a creator for a while and you've been calling that to yourself and you, you, you know, you're an artist or, you know, you're a creator, but you're like, ah, sometimes it's just not flowing. This is all related. What I'm talking about is related. It has to do with your energy. It has to do with your flow. It has to do with your power. I'm not talking about six million subjects that are disconnected. They're all connected and they're connected to our health and they're connected to how we, how we listen to ourselves and they're connected to everything I talk about in this show. Oh, Okay, so how how can we get started? This is what I'm talking I'm gonna be talking about in everything that I do um, because uh, this is what this is what I've been teaching myself my whole life. This is what I've been learning my whole life. This is what I'm still learning. And this is how, this is, this is what I love sharing. I don't know why. I I don't know why I do. But to me, 
when I help someone see, when someone can see how to flow their own energy and someone can express themselves and they can embrace their power or they can navigate something that's hard or they can give themselves a freaking pat on the back for an amazing thing they just did. Um, I don't know. It touches my soul. It touches my soul. And I, that's why I do what I do. That's why I podcast now. It's why I share this. It's why I create things. But I also love creating things because in creating things, I allow my own power. I allow my own flow. I allow my own expression. And I don't think that this is just me. I think this is what we are all really here to do. I really believe that our own flow of our own energy, our own expression, whatever that is, is what every person is here to do. And when we start understanding how to do this and practice this, and it's not about copying somebody else. It's not about doing it the way somebody else has done it. It's not about taking somebody others, somebody else's method and doing that. It's about finding what is your own version. But you can be inspired by people. You can be supported by people. You know, you can have other people kind of cheer you on. But it's an inner job. And it's an inside job. And it's an individual job. And and I can tell you, if you're not following your own voice and your own self and your own listening, it's going to not serve you because your soul wants to be itself. You're, you're not the same as any other person. And when you try to do something the exact same way somebody else has done it, or you try to make something like some other thing that's already existed, or you try to make something some version of perfect, it's not going to work. I mean, it might seem like it does. It might feel temporarily you might get a bunch of fans and a bunch of followers like wow that really looks like this thing and that looks like success but it doesn't last it doesn't feel like the kind of empowerment I'm talking about when you allow your own energy to flow unique to you and express yourself unique to you and you do, this is what I'm talking about, embracing and empowering your own, you know, unique and creative self. It is your soul. It is listening to your heart. It is allowing your mind to do what your mind does, but not playing all those old stories and old limiting tapes or old beliefs or old things that, you know, are not serving you. When you do all of that, that is this power and that is creativity and that is flow and that when we do that our bodies heal because our bodies 
no matter what anyone says about autoimmune disease or, or um, this, that or the other about, you know, what you have in your genes or what you have um, a tendency for or what you've gotten, you know, passed down from your parents or, 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 you know, an injury you had or, or whatever, when your health is not optimal, when you are not experiencing well-being in your body, when you are having physical symptoms, it always, always, always has started by a restriction, a blocking, a not allowing, um, a cutting off, a diminishment of your own energy, of your own power, of your own life force. That is what happened to me back when I had my back issues. That is what happened to me that I talked about in episode eight. How did it happen? Well, because I stopped. I was listening to myself in some ways, but in other ways I stopped. I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't listening to myself. I got caught up in a bunch of stuff that I was trying to do that I really want to do that I'm really excited about doing. But I wasn't listening to myself and my body started to get kind of like crumpled up and tense. My energy started to get crumpled up and tense. And then it got worse and I wasn't listening and it got worse and I wasn't listening and I got worse and it wasn't listening until my body was like, all right, Michelle, we're going to give you something to listen to here. And that was nerve pain. And there is nothing to stop me in my overachieving, perfectionistic, push past, ignore my body, do whatever I'm going to do because I'm trying to make something happen, then nerve pain for me. And it caused me to become immobile and for me to stop in my tracks and know I'm not going back to what happened to me in 2006. I'm going to listen up this time and I'm going to use everything I've learned. And that's why I'm able to sit here today. That's why I'm going to finish with this episode and I'm going to go out and I'm going to feed my own freaking horses. I am going to go out and get a Christmas tree today. I'm going to be able to do things that four or five days ago, I, I didn't even think I could move. It's energy. It's flow. It's allowing your power. This is what I talk about in this podcast. This is what this is all about. And it affects your art. It affects your expression. It affects you. It affects your life with your family. It ex- it affects everything. It affects everything. This is what I mean. 
by empowering ourselves from the inside out. This is what I mean about empowering our unique and creative selves. Now, I've said words, 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 and more words. And now it's time for me to listen to myself and go make myself some darn breakfast because I'm hungry. Did you hear my stomach growling? Um, and I'm going to feed my horses and we're going to go get a Christmas tree. And and um, my horse's feet need to be trimmed too. So I have someone coming over to do that. And, you know, I, I might paint. And I'm going to do these things. And I'm going to do these things that feel good. I'm going to let myself feel good and I'm going to enjoy that they feel good. And I'm also going to give myself a pat on the back for listening to myself and doing things that feel good. Not because I have to feel good, not because I've got to always be feeling good, but I'm also listening to myself. So I will end on that note for today's episode. Until the next time. I'm so glad you tuned into today's episode of the Creating from the Inside Out, Embracing and Empowering Our Unique and Creative Selves podcast. If you're enjoying this show, hit the subscribe button, share this episode with others, and leave me a rating and review in iTunes. To connect with me, visit me on Facebook and Instagram at the Creating from the Inside Out podcast, where I share related content and support on how we can empower our unique and creative selves from the inside out. To learn more about me and my other offerings, you can visit my website at michellewaldo.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-W-A-L-D-O.com.